Thursday morning. You know what that means. And he's on the microphone with Brian and Gene. The morning sickness show is where I want to be. Showing my guitar soft and gently. Where bacon rules all and Bloody Marys are tall. And Pearl Street beers chase them all. I'm here to sing to you, tell you have a great day. And don't forget to come rock out with Tug Sunday. Andy Hughes, our good buddy from Tug. Thursday song. Kicking things off this morning. It'll be a little nicer later on with high temps in the low 50s. Yes. Compared to what we dealt with yesterday. Yeah. Sleep day. Oh, that's right. We're working for ah, free, essentially. It is leap day. If you're a salaried employee, this is the company's day to steal directly from you. They're not paying you for this day. You're working for free. Uh, Shaw is out. He went to the Iowa women's basketball game last night up in the cities. Man, did he see a game. Yeah, he Holy did. moly. More on that a bit later on. Yeah. So we'll hold down the fort. Going to play somebody's effing song in just a bit. Three ways, bad news, happy music, the friggin' sports, daily check-ins, busy, busy. What did you do last night? Anything? I made uh, uh, red beans and rice. Oh. And that took a while. I had leftover Mexican. Mm. We went out, wife yeah. and I went out on Tuesday. And uh Yeah. And there was a bit left over, and she left and went to Madison for a work conference yesterday afternoon. So I was playing Bachelor and didn't feel like making anything. So I just reheated the leftovers and, and had that. It was a very low-key evening with me and the dogs. I watched about three episodes of that Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, as well oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before okay. going to bed. All right. Yeah. yeah. Getting there. I'm getting close to the end of season three, and then there's a season four, and then I'll be all caught up. Symptom of being a human from Shinedown in a couple of minutes. If you need something, get in touch with us. Visit rockmornings.com. More of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit. No Shaw today. He uh, went to the cities last night to see Caitlin Clark and the Iowa women's basketball team, but he'll be back hopefully tomorrow. Looks like we're going to have temps in the low to mid 50s today. Mm-hmm. Upper same, 40s. Same thing tomorrow and then up into the 60s, maybe even low 70s by Sunday. Yeah, that's the same all through the the whole valley, all the way up to Eau Claire. 70 on, on Sunday, although I w- did see some rain in the afternoon. A possibility uh, late does, in the day. I see partly cloudy with some wind and a yeah. chance, a 25% chance of rain on Sunday. But yeah. Uh, Richard Lewis, comedian, dying I last night, or Tuesday night, excuse me, after suffering a heart attack. He 76. was 76, yeah. Living with Parkinson's disease. Uh, obviously, stand-up career. Co-starred on the sitcom Anything But Love with Jamie Lee Curtis back in the 80s and 90s. He was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. He was in Leaving Las Vegas. These days, most people remember him as a member of HBO's Curb Your Enthusiasm along with his childhood friend, Larry David. I didn't realize he and Larry David went back that far. I didn't either. Uh, Larry David issuing a statement saying, quote, Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital, and for most of my life, he's been like a brother oh, to me. Gosh. He had that rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest, but today he made me sob, and for that, I'll never forgive him. 
Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis paid tribute to Richard Lewis on Instagram where she called him, quote, the reason I am sober. Wow. Richard Lewis, comedian, dead at the age of 76, heart attack. Also, kind of weird, um, we were talking about this guy a little bit yesterday. Virgil, who was the Million Dollar Man's bodyguard in the WWE way back in the day. He died yesterday as well. Mm-hmm. Guy's real name is Mike Jones, better known as Virgil during his career in wrestling. He was only 61. One of his friends posting on social media saying, quote, my dear friends, it is great. Uh, it is with great sorrow that I bring News from the Jones family of the passing, our beloved Michael Jones, whom we know and loved as Virgil, Vincent, Soul Train Jones, and more. I ask that you pray for him and his family. May his memory be eternal. Cause of death not shared, but Jones was reportedly diagnosed with dementia and had two strokes back in 2022. Uh, There was a GoFundMe that got set up back in December to help cover some of his living expenses, but he has now passed away Mm. at the age of 61. Elsewhere, you can add Illinois to the list of states that are trying to remove presidential candidate Donald Trump from the ballot, citing the insurrectionist ban. Was it Maine and Colorado, I believe, that also did that? But an Illinois judge rules that Donald Trump is ineligible for the Republican primary ballot over the January 6th riot at the Capitol. Cook County Circuit Judge Tracy R. Porter put her put her order on pause in anticipation of an appeal primary in Illinois set for March 19th. So it's just a couple of weeks away. Uh, Porter's ruling said that, quote, based on engaging in insurrection on January 6th of 2021, his name should be removed from the ballot. Trump spokesperson Steve uh, Chung bashed the ruling in a statement arguing that it was unconstitutional, saying it would be appealed, obviously. Also lashed out at Porter, the judge, calling her a, quote, activist Democrat judge. Trump campaign also began trying to raise money off the decision shortly after it was filed. A group of five petitioners asking the state to remove Trump from the primary ballot. Porter wrote that in her ruling. Obviously, much like Maine and Colorado, I, I don't think this is going to stand. Also, did you see this Texas fire? Tex- no, I don't, did I? I it's don't think so. the second largest in state history now. 900,000 oh acre Smokehouse Creek fire, largest of several major wildfires raging across the panhandle in the state of Texas. It's only 3% contained at this point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Not very at all. Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's awful. I mean, it's oh. just... One person killed when flames swept through the Scotts Acres neighborhood in Stanette Hutchinson County Public Emergency Management Coordinator Deidre Thomas said yesterday, Thomas did not identify the victim, but the family of Joyce Blankenship, who was 83, told CNN that she died at her house as the Smokehouse Creek fire swept through. Family members trying to contact the grandmother didn't get a response. They received word on Wednesday that the grandma had died. Oh, my. Yeah, the fires are just... Unbelievable down there in Texas right now. Dry and hot, unseasonably so. 90 degrees the other day in Texas Mm -hmm. in February. And it looks like Wendy's is walking back the uh, the surge pricing thing. Are they really? Did they get so much backlash? Oh, of course. Of course they did. Of course they did. I mean, come on, man. It doesn't surprise me at all, but 
now they're trying to like spin it, which, you know, that's what major corporations do. Um, news got out earlier this week and we talked about it, the dynamic pricing that everybody's trying to do now, right? So they can basically hammer their customers with crazy fees and uh, exorbitant prices, much like what Ticketmaster does when tickets are in high demand, they charge you more as opposed to just saying, hey, the tickets are 20 bucks. Back in my day, uh, you know, that was the deal, though. I mean, like when we were kids, when we were younger and, and, and you know, look, I, I know some people don't like this because it's the whole get off my lawn thing. But Metallica announces a tour. Yes. The tickets are twenty five dollars. Yes. You know, you're going to pay some fees, but the ticket is twenty five dollars, regardless of how many people are in line. If, they, if you go to the you know, if you go to the, the, the venue back in the day to buy the tickets there where they were going to play the show. And there's a thousand people in line, unless the You're seats are unless the seats are different, you know, levels in terms of like how much they cost, you know, to be on the on the floor or up in the seats. The guy at the front of the line is paying the same as the guy at the end of the line. Now, the guys in the middle where the demand is, you know, maybe even the guys at the front are, are getting walloped. And and Wendy's trying to do that as well. Uh, at least that's what the news was. And now their CEO. <laughs> says mem- never mind didn't they i mean they had to have known how that was going to sound and how said, people were going to not like it well now they've released a, a new statement after customers obviously got very upset on the internet uh in a new statement the ceo of wendy said quote we wouldn't raise prices when our customers are visiting us most this could allow us to change the menu at different times of the day and offer discounts particularly in the slower times of the day. Well, that's what I was wondering. Are they saying like, hey, during lunch, you're going to pay the full $5 or whatever the burger is. But if you come at 3.30 and we're not busy, that burger is now $4? Because then I get it. Not to charge me more. I don't know. Anytime you start sliding around the price, it's it's just... There's very little faith. You know what I mean? Yeah. I No, I know what you're saying. But uh, but then at least I say, okay. That's like saying, okay, let's imagine per- another example, right? Every quick trip in town is crazy packed all the time, right? For the most part, you go, you pull into in a quick trip and there's... Yeah, in right, anywhere you go. You pull into the quick trip, every pump is full. Let's say the one pump opens up and you pull up and all of a sudden they're like, oh, because the demand is high, we're going to charge you six bucks a gallon as opposed to the two ninety nine. So then what do you do? You say, no, I'm going to wait and hold out. I'm going to drive around the pumps until less people are here. I mean, I, I just it boggles the mind that we're allowing this to even happen. I don't know what we're doing as a society where we allow companies to do this to us. Anybody, whether it's Ticketmaster, whether it's the rideshare people, any, I, I no. <laughs> Look, dude, the price is the price, and that's what I'm paying. And, and if you're going to try and mess around with the price on me, whether it's higher or lower, don't get me wrong. I would love to pay lower. Everybody would. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay for your service or your product if you're gonna do that. I just it's stupid to me. Obviously people very skeptical, they just think that Wendy's is in damage control here with this whole <laughs> surge pricing. And then what? Then you gotta just try to time your visits to the drive through when there aren't a lot of people around so that maybe you can get a dollar off your, a little bit. your Baconator. Uh-huh. Rock Mornings. On air. <laughs> online. On the app. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That, of course, System of a Down. Before that, some Shine Down. And sports this morning. Dun, 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 dun. All about 
Caitlin Clark in Iowa. Is this heaven? <laughs> no, it's Iowa. It's Iowa. Caitlin Clark continuing her record-breaking quest as she passed Kansas Jayhawks legend Lynette Woodard for the major college women's basketball scoring mark in the number six Hawkeyes 108 60 to <laughs> wow. That was a beatdown, 48-point win. Uh, 108-60 win over Minnesota yesterday, last night. Clark had her 33rd and final point of the game on her eighth three-pointer, coming at the 429 mark of the fourth quarter to give her 3,650 points. Woodard, who played in the final Mm. years of the AIAW from 1977 till 1981, scored 3,649 points. Clark also broke the NCAA women's single-season three-point record. In the game last night, she now has 156 for this season and 503 for her career. Man, that must have been so much fun to be at for Shaw. Well, the game is in Minneapolis, and they're chanting for her in that arena. You know what I mean? A a, a visiting player. And now she's chasing down Pistol Pete Maravich. Probably going to get there. Tickets to see her at her final regular season home game on Sunday between the University of Iowa and Ohio State are now the most expensive for a women's basketball game on record, apparently. Crazy. Surpassing college and WNBA games. The cheapest price for a seat. And this is on the secondary market, I'm assuming? $491. Oh, man. It's, by the way, 45% more than the price for the February 15th game where she broke the record against the University of Michigan. Yeah. So even more. Bucks are at Charlotte tonight at 6 p.m. trying to win their fourth in a row. They beat Charlotte earlier this week in Milwaukee. Now they're in Charlotte to take on the Hornets. And the Badgers try to get right before the tournament starts. Going to be a tough one, though. They're at home against number 13, Illinois. That game Saturday at noon. On the Big Ten Network. Five former members of Hockey Canada's 2018 World Junior Championship team facing charges for allegedly sexually assaulting and attacking a woman had their request granted yesterday, or excuse me, Tuesday, for a trial by jury. Dylan Duby, Cal Foote, Alex Formenton, Carter Hart, and Michael McLeod will be tried together. No trial date has been set, and all five players who are all current or former NHL players have maintained their innocence. Case will now move to Superior Court rather than Provincial Court, where they will have a trial by jury. Sports on your rock mornings with Brian and Gene. Got somebody's effing song coming up in just a bit. If you need something, you can reach out to us, rockmornings.com. Listen on the website as well. Rockmornings.com for more info. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. ACDC, long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll. Rock and roll. There we go. I got it. I know. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Listen online at rockmornings.com. Get in touch with us by going to rockmornings.com. Cheryl must have sent us a message that was meant for someone else. Oh, did we get some personal information? No, 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 it's nothing salacious. Oh, man. It is funny, though. Like, this morning, so this morning I come in, like I always do, and I refresh our text message uh, website that we have. So we have a website that takes care of all our text messaging. And I click refresh, and right at the top, this morning is Cheryl. Cheryl? Now, she had texted us yesterday, Uh because we were talking about the Million Dollar Man. Yes. 
And she said that uh, he made a woman in lacrosse bark like a dog when he was at the lacrosse center years and years and years ago. Because we were talking about the Crusher statue in Milwaukee and the yes. Crusher Fest and the Million Dollar Man. And then she added that nice little story for us. So then at 8.55 a.m. after she texted in about the woman in, you know, in the, in, you know, in the 80s like or whatever, like, I, I said, I remember him doing that on TV as well. And then... A response from Cheryl. Fast forward. At 2.52 in the afternoon yesterday. All right. Is a Facebook marketplace link. What are we buying? And I I was like, I was intrigued because I'm like, I wonder what this has to do with the million dollar man. And then I realized, okay, if it was in the afternoon, maybe it was meant for someone else. Right? Someone that was on the air in the afternoon. I don't know, though, because it's a set of tires that are for sale on Facebook marketplace. So I don't know. Because... Does somebody need tires? Does Cheryl need tires? I, I don't know Does if she, she sent them. Does she tires? I don't know if she sent them to us. for. So, I don't know if somebody was talking about them or what the stitch was or if Cheryl got our number mixed up with somebody else's number, but it's two, 265 75 R16 tires. They look like they're in pretty good shape. I don't know if maybe she needs them for Cheryl, by the way. Uh, I don't. I know she has a Jeep, obviously. And she had the hearse that she would deliver mail in. She works for the USPS, yeah. Out there in the rural areas. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if these are for the Jeep or work for tires. the are hearse. Work tires? Or are they for something else? But Cheryl, thank you very much. I think maybe... Uh, We're going to buy them? <laughs> she just texted and said, LOL. I was supposed to send that to my hubby. <laughs> well, just be thankful, Cheryl, that it's not the text or the message something I got else. on Facebook from the lady a couple of years ago. It was a vagina picture. At it was the end like of the like a evening. very aroused vagina picture. <laughs> At bar time, wasn't it? Ah, uh, no, it was like middle of the afternoon. And I, I've never had any. I've never had sex. I've never dated this girl. I never like. You didn't even know her. Really. I know. I know who she is. Yes. Yeah, so oh, she's married to a listener of ours, and I know her husband quite well. In fact, <laughs> you know her husband. And all of a sudden, one day on Facebook, I got a message from this lady, and it was a very aroused photo of her vagina. And I was like, uh... I don't think that was meant for me. And then, of course, she, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. And I said, it's all good. It's not the first vagina I've seen on the Internet. I said, I... But... And I asked her, I said, can I talk about this on the radio? Because it's hilarious, right? Like, girls get a lot of... A lot of women get unsolicited dick pics, but dudes don't get a lot of unsolicited vagina pictures. And especially dudes who are married to their wife for 10, 11 years. You know what I mean? And from you some don't brand, get any. You're I, not no, supposed to get any. No, I don't even get them from my that. wife or nobody. nobody. I got to go find them on a website. You're supposed to not get those. Yeah, but I got one. So. Okay. Well, so the tires. Don't feel bad, Cheryl. Yeah, so don't tires. feel bad, Cheryl. It could be a lot worse. T- tires right? are just fine. Cheryl said they were for the farm truck. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the only time in my life I've ever gotten an unsolicited. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nude photo. I I was shocked years ago. I told you this. I was working, I was working for the local hockey team, doing the public address announcing. Did it for about a decade, and I worked with several younger ladies, girls who were in their early to mid twenties. They were commenting, and I was in my forties, obviously. And, you know, you just start talking, whatever, and blah, blah. And, they, and they're telling me that, like... How many pictures they get sent? Of just... And it's, and like, like, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like how dudes say hello now. And I'm like, dude, I would never, <laughs> ever 
ever send a picture of my wiener to some girl unsolicited. You know what I mean? I don't even know if I would do it solicited. If she, I'd, nah. Uh. Maybe solicited, but uh, certainly yeah, not even like. Even my wife, uh, hey, I don't want that you out there. stranger, want to see this? But yeah. I. And they were like, look. I was shocked. through them like business I was cards. Yes. Like, I know. Just, hey, how's it going? Check this out. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> and they were telling me a lot of times it's not even a, a sexual thing. It's just a funny, like, because they think hey, it's funny. Hey. Yeah. Howdy. How's your day going? <laughs> Better now, right? Am I right? Hey, uh, television today, tonight, um, the series premiere of Elspeth. Dude, you gotta, you can't. I don't know what that is. I saw this this morning and it almost made me go into a rage. It's spelled E L S P E T H. Elspeth, right? Is how okay. you say that? And what is it? It's a spinoff from The Good Wife and The Good Fight starring Carrie Preston as an oddball attorney, Elspeth Taschioni, who moves from Chicago to start working with the NYPD. So it's the first name of the character on the show, but it's almost impossible to pronounce. And it premieres tonight on CBS, the series premiere of this show that I can't, I have a hard time pronouncing. Uh, Halo on Paramount Plus, the second season premiere of The Tourist on Netflix today. Uh, drama starring Jamie Dornan as an amnesiac, amnesiac, amnesiatic, a guy with amnesia <laughs> in the Australian outback trying to figure out who wants to kill him. Mm. You didn't figure that out in the first season? Well, amnesia is hard. Can't, you don't know anything. That's what she said. Uh, over on Amazon, kids are growing up. A story about a kid named Leroy. Also, Law and Order. Law and Order Organized Crime, Law and Order SVU, and So Help Me Todd. Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Yes. Going to be on with Jimmy Fallon tonight. Eugene Levy going to be on with Kimmel. He's got a show. Another, he, a new one? Yeah, it's The Unsuspecting Traveler or something like that. He travels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I, I, I know it exists. Uh, Cory Booker, the senator, will be on with Stephen Colbert. And uh, speaking of Jamie Dornan, the guy from that tourist show on Netflix, he'll be on with Seth Meyers. So there you go. That's what's... On TV tonight. Okay. Unsolicited. Just out of nowhere. Yeah, just like a hello. <laughs> so funny. I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot. Going to be low 50s today. Mm-hmm. Upper 40s, low 50s. But Back into sun. the 60s on Saturday with a lot of sunshine. Mm-hmm. And then maybe 70s on Sunday, but uh, some rain possible. Maybe some afternoon late in the day so it doesn't ruin the warm temperatures. Night might not be bad. Could clean things up a little bit. Thank you to Doc for the dick pic. Oh, boy. He just texted in. Oh. It's a guitar pick with the word dick on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm... Here's another joke for you. How do how do farmers order new cows from the cattle log? Have you been hanging out with dads? I saw it this morning when I was on Facebook. Like dad I, I kind of giggled at it. I kind of get well. I'm I'm in that range, that age range. I don't have kids, obviously, so I'm You're, not a dad, dad joke squad? guy. Is that but I also <laughs> cannot tell the jokes that I would normally tell because we are on the radio and there are FCC rules. But yes. I saw that one this morning, and most dad jokes are, are just stupid and dumb to me, but that one made me laugh. LOL. Catalog. Rock Mornings, only on 95.7 The Rock. Staying with Here and Now, 
Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Looking forward to Rockfest this summer. Was just talking about it with a friend of mine the other day. And they were asking me about tickets because I, I, I said, hey, dude, I'm like, if you're planning on going, you got to get camping because tier three sold out. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-mm. Yeah. So they're on to like the last set of campsites. That's it, right? This will be the campsites. Rock-fest.com. If you're thinking of going and you want to get a campsite, don't wait around because there may not be a campsite left by the time you go there and try to get one. Just an FYI. They do shuttles to hotels and stuff, too, don't yeah, they? Yeah, there's all sorts yeah. of ways to, I mean, they really do their best to make sure that people can get into the grounds and, and, and Be participate and, and all that stuff. So, uh, again, rock-fest.com for the full lineup, the schedule, get your tickets, find out more about camping. Thursday, July 18th through Saturday, July 20th in Kadat. I had to, I was bummed because I, I was working on... Uh, a project with a friend of mine and it was going to come to fruition that Saturday the 20th and I said ooh I'm going to be at Rockfest yeah <laughs> and he's like time. okay well we'll try to reschedule so. the whole time yeah plan Wednesday on. through Saturday I might go up on Tuesday this year I don't know we'll see I like to get there early um, and kind of establish camp I mean we for the last I don't know a few years I as last year the camp the camper was delivered and set up, so I didn't have to do anything. Years past, I would have to bring the camper up and set it up and then do all the booth decorating and all that other crap. But uh, this year, it seems like all that's going to kind of be done in advance. So if I can get up there on, like, Tuesday and then just kind of chill and grill out, hang out. Because, you know, there's the, the pre-party yes, on Wednesday. Right. No, I know. Vince Neal. Vince and, Neal. Yeah. Shallow side. And, but uh, I, it just gives me a chance to sort of depressurize from work for a day and just kind of get into rock fest mode mentally. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I don't know. Very excited though. A lot of good bands that I'm excited for. 311. Obviously, two live crew talked about them. Stabbing Westward, Saul, Cold, Seven Dust, Kill Switch. Very excited. Rock Fest. Yeah. Rock Fest.com again for the entire lineup for this year's uh, Rock Fest and uh, also for the schedule and to buy camping. Don't forget about that. Camping, very important. Rock Mornings, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene, Bad Wolves with Zombie. And it's happened again. What happened again? A dog in Ohio that went missing five years ago has been reunited with its original owner. Was it microchipped? At an adoption event earlier this month. The woman said she never stopped looking, spotted him after he ended up at a shelter. They posted photos on Facebook two weeks ago, and she knew it was her dog right away. We live in a rural area and wandered off the farm. Um, my sister has, my mom, they've been nonstop kind of keeping their eyes on shelter posts, uh, Facebook, anything that might have any information about lost dogs. My sister sent me the link for this dog, and we looked at the pictures, compared it, and realized it's Will. Ugh. Right? Five years. Dog just wanders off. They live, as you heard, rural area on the farm. Yeah. Sharonville Convention Center in Cincinnati filled with an overload of dogs and cats and barks and meows. And Lisa Jones has hosted the event, the shelter event, for 12 years, a dozen years. She says, we got about 30 rescue shelter groups, about 1,000 animals, cats, kittens, dogs, puppies, a thousand? rabbits. 
Yeah, so they do a whole entire like thing inside of a wow. arena. Wow. And they get all of these animals there and like people come like a convention, right? And you instead of just going to this place or that place or looking online or whatever, That's it's a like, lot of animals. Yeah, right. She's been coordinating this event for twelve years. The annual My Furry Valentine Adoption Event connects furry friends with their forever homes. Jennifer DiGirolamo of Louie's Legacy Animal Rescue loves connecting pets with their forever home. She says it was awesome to see people come and fall in love with their furry friends. Always fun to see the personalities and pick their person. But this year, a little bit bit different because there was a woman who was able to reconnect, Hannah Fassler, with her dog, Will. That she lost five years so ago. So she recognized him off of a website and then went to this event and then was... Yeah, so Hannah Fassler is the girl's name. The dog's name is Will. She says, we live in a rural area. He wandered off. My sister and mom have been keeping their eyes open for information about lost dogs. Will went missing again five years ago. Claremont County Shelter ad Fassler sent, uh, said that sent uh, her tail wagging because she was able to see her dog and say, that's him right there. So my sister sent me the link, looked at the pictures, compared it. It was Will. Yeah. Able to reconnect with them at this Valentine's, my furry Valentine adoption event that they had. Pretty crazy. Five years. Mm -hmm. Where were you, bud? That would be when, that would be a time when it would be cool to talk to your animal. You know, to have that ability. What the hell? What you been up to, dude? (laughs) You know, a little this, a little that. Where you been living? (laughs) Seems like the dog's in good shape as well. And, uh, of course, today is leap day. Yes. And for those people that are born on Leap Day, it's... Oh, it's that weird birthday thing. Difficult sometimes. Mm-hmm. They have to deal with a lot of weird stuff. Like their birthday doesn't show up on a lot of online registration forms because it's only every four years. And uh, there's a dozen... Uh, there's dozens of them that sure. are celebrating together on a cruise in the Bahamas right now. They did this back in 2020. About 70 people... Signing up for it this time around, so every four years, these leap babies all get together and go on a cruise. We have this opportunity. We're going to celebrate a unique birthday with 69 or 70 other people celebrating on the exact same day. So this is fun. This is exciting. There seems to be uh, a similarity of leapers, and I'm starting to see that. They're, 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 they're happier. They're, they're more, I don't know if you'd say aggressive, but, but they just love life and, and embrace it a little bit more. Some of the people on the cruise say they've never met another Leap Day baby before. Well, I suppose it's pretty, I mean. Once every four years, right? Well, and how many, I mean, it's, of all the people I know, I don't know anybody born on this day. Crazy. Leap Day cruise in the Bahamas. Good way to get away. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. We've got uh, things to look forward to in the month of March coming up in just a couple of minutes. Rock mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. February budgetary, Ukraine ain't on hold. February is for Larry David fights Elmo. February cemetery, Apollo Creed's knocked out. February a miscarry, IDF in doubt. Getting airplay is Beyonce wearing cowboy boots. February monetary, Trump's bills just got huge. February the primaries, Nikki's getting whacked. February commentary, Jon Stewart is back. 
February, very scary, Chiefs parade gun fight. February, au contrary, hunters witness light. Halftime usher made your mother scream, yeah, from her soul. And number 87's girlfriend won the Super Bowl. The psyop that just won't stop has blue checkers getting trolled. Cause Taylor Swift won her first Super Bowl. Taylor Swift won her first Super Bowl. A Taylor Swift won her first Super Bowl. Wait, what? Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. Taylor Swift. Apparently made Pop-Tarts for the team. Did you see this? No, because of the Pop-Tart thing? That's I don't know. She she apparently likes to cook, and she made Pop-Tarts. I don't know. I didn't read much okay. of the story because I, I don't really that. care, but I saw the headline, and I was like, you're a billionaire, and you can't do something better than bake some Pop-Tarts for these guys? Well, like homemade Pop-Tarts? I don't know. Some kind of Pop-Tart. Tomorrow, of course, is the 1st of March. Today, the final day of the month of February. Yep. So let's take a look ahead. March. And some things to look forward to in the month of March. Here we go. Movies. In theaters tomorrow. Dune Part 2. More sand. <laughs> yep. It's rated PG-13. It's in theaters. That's what it's called? Also, tomorrow, tomorrow on Netflix, Spaceman, the Adam Sandler movie. The astronaut Adam Sandler movie. No? No. Yeah. No? Oh, yeah. Okay. Kung Fu Panda 4 in theaters next Friday. The 8th? What? Kung Fu Panda is in probably the first one is in my top 10 movies of all time. Really? Well, the fourth one is coming out next Friday. Next Friday. In theaters. Got it. On March 22nd. Ah, Ghostbusters one? Frozen Empire. The sequel to the... The kids? Yeah, the kids. It's going to be in theaters. Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. That is on March 22nd. One week later on March 29th, Godzilla Kong, the new empire. That's rated PG-13. That, of course, will be in theaters. Monster movie. Big budget. Big effects. Kaijus fighting all over the place. It's going to be crazy. That's what's coming out in theaters this week or this month or next month, I should say. As far as television shows are concerned, uh-huh. March 5th, The Cleaning Lady, season three premiere on Fox. The following night on the 6th of March, The Mass Singer, season 10 premiere, followed by Animal Control, season two premiere. Those are both on Fox. Uh, this is the Eugene Levy show I was talking about, The Reluctant Traveler with Eugene Levy. Season two premiere on Apple TV Plus. That'll be on March 8th. March 10th, the 96th Oscars on ABC. Oh, yeah, that's next weekend. Okay. And we're going to talk to Mr. Skin at some point next week about his Anatomy Awards, which coincide, of course, with the Academy Awards. March 13th, The Amazing Race, season 36 premiere of that on CBS. March 14th, 911, the season 7 premiere. It's moving from Fox to ABC. So for those of you people that watch 911, the original is moving to ABC now. Uh, also on March 14th, Grey's Anatomy season 20 premiere on ABC, followed by Station 19 season 7 premiere on the 14th. And Top Chef season 21 premiere on Bravo on the 20th of March. I bring that up because it was filmed in Wisconsin. Ah, cool. Yeah, that's uh, March 20th, Top Chef season 21 premiere on Bravo. Filmed in Wisconsin. As far as sports are concerned, you've got WWE next roadblock on USA on March 5th. So that's what, Sunday, I think? Or Monday? Tuesday? What day is that? What day is that? Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. UFC 299 on pay-per-view on March 9th. Selection Sunday is on the 17th. That's St. Paddy's Day. It sure is. 
And then all the college basketballs. Well, the, yeah, I've had to just, yeah. March 19th and 20th, it's the men's first four. March 21st and 20, uh, through the 24th is the first and second rounds of men's March yeah. Madness. The women's March Madness first four are on the 20th and 21st. Also in NCAA championship uh, sports, you've got the NCAA wrestling championships. That'll be in Kansas City, March 21st through the 23rd. Obviously, the first, second, third rounds, the Sweet 16, the Elite Eights, those all, all, all happening. All happen. Uh, I believe the finals do happen in April, they however. Do. I think so, it's eighth, um, But, uh, yeah, the, the Women's Elite Eight goes the 31st through the 1st of April. And then, of course, also uh, later this month, on March 28th, you've got the MLB season opener. Opening day in Major League Baseball, March 28th. The Brewers, by the way, will kick off the entire season. They're the first game. Brewers at Mets, 12-10. Nice early start in New York. On the 28th. Yes. And then, of course, they come home and face the Twins on April 2nd. Go to wiscotrips.com for our bus trips to AmFam Field to see the Brew Crew take on the Twins. Can't wait. And last but not least, things to look forward to in the month of March. It's time to take a look at the holidays. And we're not going to talk about every single one, but we'll try to highlight some of the more important ones. Okay. Starting tomorrow, March 1st, National Minnesota Day. No, it is. Get a hot dish. We'll give you a a list of interesting facts about Minnesota tomorrow. Uh, On Saturday, it's National Egg McMuffin Day. I do believe you can get a free Egg McMuffin on National Egg McMuffin Day. Probably through the app. Probably. On Sunday, March 3rd, do some drinking. You ready? Yes. International Irish Whiskey Day. Oh, yeah, of course. National Moscow Mule Day. I feel summery. More summery for me. 72. On uh, yeah, I guess so. National Mulled Wine Day. Is that warm wine? Yeah, no heat thanks. It up? I'm out. March 6th, next Wednesday, is Day of the Dude. Yeah, man, it really tied the room together. Get yourself a nice rug. I think it's the anniversary White of the Russian. release day of the movie. Is the deal with that? The Go Big Lebowski? Yeah. On March 10th, which is a Saturday, it is National Ranch Day. There's a Hidden Valley <laughs> Ranch party in my mouth. <laughs> love your product, man. Have some ranch. I love it. Uh, obviously, on March 11th, it's 311 Day. Uh, you see yep, them at Rockfest. Rockfest. Yes. On March 14th, it's National Potato Chip Day. Ooh. Foldies. I like the foldies. Also, Pi Day, 3.14. Yeah. Pi Day. Two days later, it's March 16th, a.k.a. 316. And that's the bottom line. Gaston Gold Sipso. 316. So on March 16th, you're supposed to drink beers and give stunners. Just an FYI. Obviously, March 17th is St. Patty's Day. Let's be Irish. Let's be Irish. Pat McCurdy, St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it's also National Corned Beef and Cabbage Day on St. Patty's Day. Duh. Spring starts on the 19th. Bach Beer Day is on the 20th. Uh-huh. Chips and Dip Day, the 23rd. Put also, those together. Also on the 23rd, it's National Puppy Day. 
pet a puppy, smell a puppy. Puppy kisses. Hug a puppy. Uh, also on March 24th, it is National Cocktail Day. The Singapore sling, the ding-a-ling. Yeah. America, you're just devoted to every flavor I've got. <laughs> but if you want to get loaded, why don't you just order a shot? Bars over. Cocktail Day also coincides with Palm Sunday. I don't know if they... No, no. They don't ride together in the front seat? No. No. Mm -hmm. National Medal of Honor Day is on March 25th. International Whiskey Day, not to be confused with Irish Whiskey Day, uh, is on the 27th. Also, National Spanish Paella Day Hmm. is on March 27th. interesting. In the month of March yet. Saffron, seafood, Mm -hmm. rice, rice, Mm -hmm. delicious. Dying wish to have some paella. Never happened. No, I didn't. Still to this it. day. I said I was Worst going to. Worst friend of all time. And then I didn't. As I mentioned earlier, March 28th is MLB opening day. Good Friday is on the 29th. National Vietnam yep. War Veterans Day is also on the 29th. And Easter is in March this month, this year yeah, on the 31st. Early. You know what? There is no Easter bunny over there. That's just a guy in a suit. Thank you, Willem. Time changes, too. Next weekend, yeah. Saturday into Sunday, we've got that uh, springing ahead thing. But there you go. Some stuff to look forward to in the month of March. For those of you that have your heart set on your friend making you paella, in the event that you make it out of surgery successfully, don't count on it. Because friends lie to you right to your face. Even as you're terrified of going under the knife for the very first time in your life, uh, you and they fine. promise to make you paella, you were fine as a as a get well present. I got busy. You were fine. They will make you the worst stuffing you've ever had in your entire life that will completely ruin your Thanksgiving dinner. But not paella. After you no. move to a new city with no friends, you couldn't just ask will, for sloppy joes. They will joes not make you paella. Or a tater tot The one tot thing you dish. really wanted. You wanted seafood and rice and a t- special pan and se- uh-uh, I'm out. I said yes, and then I didn't do it. You can buy them all the flowers and arrangements that that you can afford. Uh, It was day of. You were like, hey, can you? And I'm like, sure, whatever. And then you were fine. And then they will not make you paella. They will tell you that they're going to make you paella, but then they will lie to you and not make it. Rock Mornings on 95.7 The Rock. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene, Pop Evil, Skeletons. Bucks at Charlotte tonight, 6 p.m., trying to win their fourth in a row. Mm-hmm. Pretty good start after the All-Star break for the Bucks. Badgers will be at home against number 13, Illinois. That game is tomorrow, or not tomorrow, what's tomorrow, Friday? Uh, Saturday at noon, excuse me, on the Big Ten Network. Got it. Caitlin Clark doing it again. Man, she was awesome. Iowa beating Minnesota last night, 106 to, or excuse me, 108 to 60. And she passed Lynette Woodard for the major college women's basketball scoring mark. She now has 3,650 points, and she's hunting down Pistol Pete Meredith. She said Sunday. In Iowa, the tickets, the cheapest one is over, well, almost $500. The most expensive one, by the way, courtside on Iowa's side, $3,500 a ticket. Oof. Not cheap. I, I don't know how long they've been doing this, but it seems recent. But the uh, NFL Players Association does a survey 
an anonymous survey from their players to determine who has the best facilities, the best coaches. Okay. All the best for the players, right? Locker room facilities. Those kind of things, right? What kind of services do they offer to their players, their families, things like that? And you'd be maybe surprised to find out that the two-time defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs were the second lowest graded team in the NFL, ahead of only the Washington Commanders. In the uh, Okay, so it is the second annual. So this is only the second year they've done this. The second annual quote-unquote report card that ranks teams according to various categories based on the results of player surveys. This year, more than 1,700 players, which is up from 1,300 last year. So a lot of people are participating. Participating in the uh, survey between August and November, which was released yesterday by the NFL Players Association. Players asked to grade their teams on a wide variety of subjects ranging from the facilities, the coaching staff, the owners, and the Chiefs. Coming in almost dead last. But have won the Super Bowl. You'd think, right? Super Bowl winning team two years in a row. They've got, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. They're going to have the best facilities, all this other stuff. No, not so much. That's not to say that they didn't grade high on certain things. But overall, they're just above one of the worst dumpster fires in the NFL. the, The piece of garbage Washington commanders. Sometimes adversity breeds winners, Brian. The top two teams in the overall survey... Were the same as last year, but they flip-flopped from 1-2 to 2-1. Cowboys? Miami Dolphins this year finishing ahead of the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, really? So last year it was the Vikings. Huh. This year it's the Dolphins. But yeah, the top two in terms of, like, overall great. Hmm. Packers, by the way, I think came in third overall. So there's a lit- it's there's a litany of things, right? They ask about, like... Um, you know, daycare being provided for the families. You know what I mean? They talk sure. about the, the the equipment in the weight room, all like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, parking. You know, <laughs> what's your parking sure. situation? Catering. All that. Trainers. Right. Travel. All, I mean, there's so many different uh, things, but the you can obviously read more about it if you want to Google it. But uh, yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs, two-time defending Super Bowl champions coming in just ahead of the Washington Commanders, an overall grade for the NFL Players <laughs> Association <laughs> player survey. Interesting. Yeah. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. We'll get to some Disturbed in just a couple minutes. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That is Disturbed with Don't Tell Me. Got a text from James in Altoona. Says it's his Friday today. Okay. Does that mean he has Friday and Saturday off or all three days? Yeah, he might. He might. And then works Sunday, Monday. Wants to hear some Deftones. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. Interesting. Also got a text from Rich. Wants to hear some clutch to start my seven-mile honey-do list. Seven-mile honey-do Long. Long honey-do list? I think maybe you missed the long. Yeah. Try to get to that as well. Get in touch with us. Visit rockmornings.com. You know me. I don't like trends. Not into the trends. Yeah, I'm not into so. viral TikTok videos. Yeah. Well. Because I'm a grown-up. I'm not a child. I like some of them. What is it? I saw this one, though, the other day, and I have yet to try it, and I thought it would be interesting to try it right here in the studio with you. Okay. How do you eat a tangerine? Or what are the what are these called? That's like a cutie. I would call it's that a cutie. Essentially a tangerine. It's a halo. It's a cutie. It's a small, it's small, a tangerine. little, tiny, baby tangerine. Is there a difference between a tangerine and a halo? And a, and a cutie. Other than, is it the brand name, like tissues and Kleenex? Halo is the brand name, I think. But a cutie it's a versus a tangerine. tangerine. 
It's a clementine that is the smallest type of mandarin orange that you have there. Super sweet, seedless. All in all, it's an orange. It's a little tiny orange. It's a right. clementine. It's a baby actually. orange. Okay. How do you eat one of these? What do you mean? How do I peel it or how, how do, do you, I put how it do in you, my mouth? How do you get to it? How do you get to it? I put my thumb in the top there. Okay. And then open that and then. Show me. Do it. I like, got three of them. Like that. All right. So you peel. I don't do the thumb thing. I take my knife and I insert it here like this and I cut a little slit and then I use that to peel back the peel. Okay. But we essentially do the same thing. We peel it and then we eat it. Are you going to eat the peel? No. Okay. We did have that gal a few weeks ago say that yeah, for constipation, it was good to eat the peel. No. But it's not how I actually eat this part. You wanted to know how I opened it. No, I, I, it's more about the opening. Okay. All right, so that's how you do it? That's how I do it. Okay. And do you do it one section at a time when you eat it, or do you just sort of pop whatever? Uh, these are too little. Sometimes I do, like, multiples. You two, peel three, off all four. the threads I don't as do well? Like, yes. Okay. I usually go half and half. Okay. But I saw a video the other day that intrigued me. So I thought I would try it. Okay. Obviously, you can't see this if you're listening to the radio. There's a woman, and instead of peeling it off, she cuts the tangerine or the halo or the clementine or whatever the hell you want in half this way. Not this way. This way. Okay. Like more like a wheel. Almost like a hamburger bun. Okay. And then what? And then she basically does one of these. She pops it. And so then you have access to all the little. That's a messy. That's what I think, too. Again, I haven't done it before. I just saw it. Now it's dripping all the juice all over. I could see more of that with a bigger Because the skin on the pieces. Well, the skin on the pieces is what holds all the juice in. But if you expose those by cutting through them. Yeah. Now Now the juice is all leaking out. Yeah. It does make it easier to peel it off the. I see what you're doing there. You know what I mean? But it is quite uh, messy. Yeah. A lot of juice. Maybe if it was a bigger fruit. And then you got like a little nipple thing at the end. An areola with a little nip there. You do. It's the inside of the peel. I don't know. I I hadn't tried it before, and I thought I would try it with you for the first time. I, I'm thinking I'm, I'm sticking with peeling. Okay. That's one of the things about the clementine that I like so much is they're easier. They're your easy peel. Yeah. Easier uh, than a regular orange. Oh, definitely. So and I you can know, see and, trying that And the nice orange. thing about these, too, is when they're soft and you can tell, like, that the oh, skin yeah, is ready to come on. The peel yeah, is, like, loosened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I just, you know, after our success with the E thing last week, where we talked about how to draw, draw how do you, how do you make it a capital E? Yeah. I thought maybe this would be another successful run, but no, it's no, a failure. I'm gonna, no, I'm just going to, I'm st- sticking with my. Yeah. I had so many people talk to me about the stupid E thing last week. Because they wanted to know how about theirs. And they, my friend Mary, who listens religiously at work, said that she, like you, had a whole piece of paper at her, at her space, at her job. That she flipped over and was writing E's repeatedly. And then she bought me a drink. It was very nice. I asked, uh, uh, we work with a lady named Abby, no, and sticky. she came down on Friday, and we were talking about that. And so I had her make Did she e. hear it, or did she just No, no, I was asking her how she brought it. And she made, she had a piece of paper. She made four different E's, and she made them different every time. And I'm like, get out of here. Never Is that mind. Is how she does it? 
I I couldn't get to the answer fired. of how she we makes them her. because what's her name? Abby. She's fired. Because... Abby, don't come into work today. You can't do four different kinds of ease every time. She's you like, go. I guess I don't know how I do it. And I'm like, you have made four ease different every single time. No, fired. You can't be She's random gone. ease She's maker. She's out of here. You can't just go all willy nilly with that's the ease. what I'm saying. Random. No, but I'm not doing that with my tangerine clementine. Halo. Courtney says the peel almost falls off if you roll it first. Yeah, you give it some yeah. squishes and then the peel kind of separates mm-hmm. from the inside guts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not I'm not liking this uh this hack, if you will. Mm-hmm. I saw it and I thought, oh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah. You don't want to eat this, you open it up. Well, I didn't know if you wanted it back. I'll eat now, it. Now that your fingers have been all over it, I don't know where the hell your fingers have been. You went to the doctor yesterday. It's gross. Get out of here. I'm good. You just came out of the bathroom, too, like five minutes Wash ago. Wash my hands like a grown-up. You sure? Yes, I'm sure. Well, that experiment is a failure. The E-thing, total success. I'm doing left, down, okay. right, and then middle. And then, bam, perfect E. I'm telling you, a different fruit, maybe. Yeah. Just not this one. Yeah. I just thought I'd try it. Rock morning on your rock station. Deftones by request for James and Altoona. Get in touch with us like he did by visiting rockmornings.com. All of our contact information there if you want to email the program. If you want to text us, give us a call, listen online. You can do all that. It's a new day today after yesterday. Sunshine throughout the valley, and it looks like high around 50 for all of us. Warmer. Nice. James said, wasn't feeling the whole work and responsibility thing for a day. Pretty sure I'm quote unquote sick and should take the extra day off. I. Hey, if you're I'm, sick, I'm you're not sick. stopping you. Rich, who texted in about some clutch, said seven mile long. Damn, I'm illiterate. That one is on me. Not illiterate. You just sent the message too fast. That's all. You didn't preface it. Your thumbs were moving quick. Can we get some clutch to start my seven mile honey do list? Seven mile long. It's a lot of honey to do's on a fry on a Thursday. I don't really make those. I mean, sometimes I jot down things like, "Hey, would you mind?" I'd laugh at my wife if she tried to give me a list of things to do. I'd be like, "Yeah, good luck with that." (laughs) On top of all the crap I already do. Yeah. Sure, I'll get right on that. How about I make you a list? Uh, Rube, who has now texted in three times in the span of four minutes, has reached his predetermined amount of text messages for the day. So you can stop. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Said, no, don't. I'll ban you. Uh, Said, Brian and Mean Gene missed one. March 15th and 16th, the NCAA Division III Wrestling Championships are at the Lacrosse Center. Yep. No, I knew that. We did mention that, actually. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening, though. Or not listening. Or paying attention. Appreciate it. Get in touch with us. Visit rockmornings.com. We've got bad news, happy music coming up in a bit. Also, the freaking sports. We'll read more of your emails and text messages. Get in touch with us on that website, rockmornings.com. More of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That, of course, three doors down with Kryptonite. Not a lot of stuff happening on leap days. Because it's hard to do that? Well, it's only once every four years, but there are a few things. All right. A couple of birthdays, a couple of dates in pop culture history. 
Uh, ja Rule is 48 years old. To everybody that be living it up, we say. Ja Rule, the rapper. Late 90s, early 2000s. If you needed a guest rapper on your song, Ja Rule was the man. He was on, like, everybody's song for about a three-year span there, Ja Rule. A lot of participation. 48 years old. I I couldn't believe this when I saw it yesterday. What? The lead singer of Head P.E. is 60. Guy's name is Jared Gomes. Are you familiar? I black up! Yeah. Don't you put words in. Jared Gomes, 60. Shut me up. I'm not about plastic skin. I gotta get out, gotta get out in. Yeah. Might know their other song, their other hit, Hey Bartender. Didn't we have them? Yeah. I think it was a birthday show. That guy's 60. Wow. I had to check it twice to make sure I was right. Born on this day in 1964. Well, he's got it going on. Uh, Hey, I just, I was surprised to find out. Uh, Tony Robbins, the, the inspirational speech guy, big teeth, big hands. Yes. Motivational speaker. He's 64, Tony Robbins. He was in Shallow Hal. He's the one who convinced Hal to see women as how they see themselves. Right? Tony Robbins. Motivational speaker. Uh, Joss Ackland was born on this day in 1928. He actually died last year in 2023. He was uh, Hans in the Mighty Ducks movies. He was also the bad guy in Lethal Weapon 2. Diplomatic community. Oh, diplomatic community. Just been revoked. Danny Glover revoked his diplomatic immunity. He was also the bad guy in Bill and Ted's bogus journey, but uh, he was born on this day in 1928. Died last year, 2023. Pedro Zamora, if you are about my age, you probably remember him from MTV's The Real World San Francisco, 1992. Mm -hmm. He was the gay man with AIDS. Featured prominently on the program. Okay. It was him and Puck that year. Pedro, born on this day in 1972. He died in 1994. Eileen Warnos, who was played by Charlize Theron in that monster film. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Truck Stop stop Serial Killer, America's first female serial serial killer. killer. She was a prostitute who uh, was executed by lethal injection, murdered seven of her truck stop Johns after she fell in love with her lesbian lover. She was a lot lizard. Drowning Pool frontman Dave Williams, born on this day in 1972, died in 2002. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the Such a bummer, man. Not that they haven't had success or or done well Mm -hmm. for themselves after that. Obviously, it's a tragedy, but... Just wasn't the same after he passed away. Dave Williams, born on this day in 1972. And another leap day baby is the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez, born on this day in 1960. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. <laughs> Don't know. The Night Stalker, Richard well, Ramirez, California, killed all those people randomly. The shoe prints outside the windows. Oh, yeah. Hail Satan had the pentagram on his okay. 
You don't remember him? I remember the that part of oh, it. There's a there's a ton of documentaries about him. Richard Ramirez, the Richard Night Ramirez, Stalker. Okay. He was so confusing because he had no real MO. Like serial killers usually kill a certain kind of person, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's women, if whether it's old people, kids, men, whatever it is. They usually have a way that they kill them, a certain way. They, he just randomly, and it was, like, sort of arbitrary. And just, nobody could figure it out. There were people that ran into him and, like, you know, stayed in that hotel that he stayed in and knew who he was, and, like, he didn't kill him. And, and, you know, it's like, but he was just out there killing all sorts of random. He just, every once in a while, would get a fancy. Uh, also on Leap Day in 1980, 44 years ago, Buddy Holly's glasses, along with the Big Bopper's wristwatch, that they wore when the plane crashed in 1959, the day the music died, down there in Iowa. The glasses and the wristwatch were found in old police files by the Mason City Sheriff. So, like, the crash happens, they find all the evidence, they, they s- stick it in away. a box after the investigation's over, and then it sits there until 1980. <laughs> yeah, 20-something years. Then they found them. Weird. Uh, Also on this day in 2000, 24 years ago, the co-founding guitarist for Social Distortion, Dennis Donnell, died at the age of 38. Very young. You like Social D? I do. I do. Like Ness. Yeah. Yeah, went back, listened to their catalog a bit this morning after... Reading that. And uh, 12 years ago today, in 2012, the lead singer, if you will, slash frontman of the Monkees, Davy Jones, died of a heart attack at the age of 66. Little guy, right? Hey, hey, we're the Monkees. Hey, hey. There you go. Some uh, birthdays, leap leap day birthdays, along with leap day pop culture dates. Got uh, one more three way to get to. Also, bad news, happy music a bit later on. No Shaw today, so we're just we're doing all the talking. Yeah. I apologize. That's all right. Shaw had himself a night up in Minneapolis. He'll oh, yeah, be back yeah. tomorrow. Rock mornings on air, <laughs> online, on the app. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. No Shaw today, just us. Leap day. And uh, some national chains are doing stuff because of Leap Day? Offering freebies? Well, yeah. Anytime they can take advantage of the calendar to get their word out. So download an app and do a thing and then you get a thing? Probably a lot of that. (laughs) Obviously, uh, if you can buy or shop local and those businesses are offering a special, take advantage of it. If they're not, you should still buy and shop local wherever that may be. But... The national chains, a little bit easier for them to offer up specials on Leap Day. Chipotle giving away free guacamole. Okay. Guac's expensive too, isn't it? I don't know how expensive it is at Chipotle, but you need to be a member of their loyalty program. You need to order through the app. You also need to order an entree. So technically not free. Right. If you get a burrito. That's another thing that bothers me free but i've got to do all these things yeah all right you want me to download the app the app is free fine you want me to order it through the app and it's still free fine but if it comes with a purchase it's not free that is a completely bogus lie 
It's not free. I should be able, if it's free, I should just walk in. You hand me guac when I ask for it. Plain and simple. I'm just kidding. I'm just here for the I'll jump through your hoop for the app. I'll go through that, right? I'll sign up for your loyalty program. If all that stuff is free, the downloading of the app. But again, if you're saying it's free guacamole on Leap Day, what if I don't have a cell phone, right? What if my grandmother wants wants some guac? Then it's technically not free, right? Uh, Taco Bell offering rewards members a crunch wrap for two twenty nine in the app. Today's date two twenty nine. Okay. Seven Eleven offering customers any combination of five wings for that same price two twenty nine. Hooters giving loyalty members a select appetizer for two twenty nine. I don't know what the select appetizer is. I'm assuming it varies by location. And Krispy Kreme is running a promotion where you can get an, uh, an original glazed donut or dozen, excuse me, for two ninety nine, two two twenty nine with the purchase of any regularly priced dozen. So again, you got to buy a whole dozen donuts to get another dozen donuts just for two twenty nine. Thanks. Leap Babies, by the way, on, on Leap Day, Krispy Kreme will hook you up with a free donut. Original so if it days. happens to be your real birthday. You got to show your birthday. So that might be the best one right that there. Bad. Show the ID, get, get the, the free thing. donut, just walk in and get it. I don't think there's any app or just take your ID, walk in purchase needed. Wendy's walk. is apparently offering customers a free Cinnabon pull-apart today. My guess is that's also through the app. They don't have any kind of uh, prerequisite for that in terms of buying something. Staples is offering their rewards members a free passport photo. Hmm. So if you're a rewards member and you're planning a trip, you need a passport photo, you can go to Staples today. Some place is offering 29% off on February 29th. Marco's Pizzas, Noodles and Company, Papa Murphy's, Smoothie King. Hmm. Obviously, check ahead. But... uh, a lot of places nationally offering up some deals on Leap Day if you want to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Free with purchase. Of an entree, not just chips. Like if the fourth tire is free, can I just get that one? Do I got to buy the other you three? You got to get the other three. You do. You then do. it's not free. Ask Cheryl if she found that on Marketplace. <laughs> buy three, get one for free. Happy Leap Day. Bad news, happy music coming up. The friggin' sports as well. We'll get to Five Finger Death Punch after Daughtry. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. Get in touch with us. Visit rockmornings.com. Earlier this week, the video of Cam Newton fighting everybody (laughs) at a youth football camp went viral. His youth football camp, and kind of he was walking out of something or walking in, and and they kind of just stormed him. Not a ton of information earlier this week when the video went viral, but we found out more details in the last 24 hours. The coaches who were in a fight with Cam Newton at the youth 7 versus 7 football tournament in Atlanta this weekend say that the former NFL quarterback started the incident. Those are coaches that he was fighting? His coaches in his program? (laughs) Follow me here again. I'm trying. The scuffle went viral on social media on Sunday in videos that showed multiple angles. Former NFL quarterback Cam Newton wearing one of his signature hats with his hair yep, sticking out the top. That, and he's taller than Got all into of them. a shoving match with two other people. The fight started under a tent, went into the surrounding grass area up against a fence. A statement from Top Shelf Performance said that TJ and Steph Brown, who are the coaches involved in the fight, had previously worked for Cam Newton. 
They were coaches for the Heisman Trophy Award winners C1N organization in what was a, at first a, quote, mutually beneficial relationship. Whatever that means. I don't know what that means. We do the job and we get paid, right? Yeah, that that's sounds kinda, like good That's mutually beneficial. Yeah. A game on Saturday when uh-huh. Top Shelf beat C1N. So it sounds like maybe they started working for Cam Newton. Then they decided to kind of do their own thing and call it this Top Shelf organization playing up against Cam Newton's organization, the C1N. And maybe that's where it started, right? Uh, a game on Saturday where Top Shelf beat C1N in the tournament is when tensions spilled over. In their statement, they say that Newton approached TJ in the parking lot, boasted about his money to TJ's face. So? What? Like Once I- everybody got to the field for the next day of competition, Cam Newton continued to taunt Top Shelf, saying things like, I know that play. I taught you everything you know. I made y'all. I'm your daddy. So again, it sounds like they probably had some sort of I used to work partnership. For they broke off or he broke it off and they started their own thing and now they're playing each other and Cam Newton's there antagonizing them right, and talking yeah. smack. Who's your daddy? I'm your daddy. I'm getting the big paycheck. I'm doing this. I'm doing the that. The statement said that Steph left the field to address the taunting with Cam Newton. The 2011 number one overall draft pick reportedly grabbed the coach by his jacket trying to choke him. TJ punched Cam Newton, and then the situation as a whole escalated. Sure, it did escalate. There was haymakers all over the place. Arms swinging. At a youth football camp. (laughs) Yes. Teaching the youth some some really good life skills there. So they used to work for him. They went off and went somewhere else. Sounds like it. Sounds like it, yeah. And then he had some words to say. Top shelf performance. C1N organization going at it. Cam Newton all up in the middle of it. Yeesh. Come get these hands. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Well, Cam Newton, apparently. Who's your daddy? <laughs> Goes right for the chokehold, too. I like that. Not messing around. I ain't got time to mess around. I'm just going to choke him. The friggin' sports on your rock mornings with Brian and Gene. We've got bad news, happy music coming up in just a bit and some bad omens next. Rock mornings only on 95.7 The Rock. Guy in Nebraska, 24-year-old man, walks into a convenience store earlier this week, demanded the money. Give me the money. Hands up. Open the register. Give me the money. Yeah. Wasn't quite sure if he had a weapon, though, because he had a Hostess Cinnamon Rolls box on his right hand. Like, on his hand? Mm-hmm. Most criminals will brandish the weapon. They'll just show it to you. Okay, I have a gun underneath this Hostess box. Unless okay, they box. don't have a gun, then they just have a make you think they have a gun by putting their hand inside a Hostess Cinnamon Rolls box. With a finger like this? Or maybe a brown paper bag sometimes. Convenience store clerk obviously didn't want to get shot. Yeah. For whatever was in the uh, register. Because it's not worth it. It's Worried that he might have a gun in the box. They handed over the cash from the register. The cops tracked the guy down on foot. He didn't get very far. They searched him. They found a handgun. So he did have a handgun. The cash that he stole. And 
about four grams of meth. No word on the whereabouts of the hostess cinnamon rolls box. It's discarded. He didn't need it anymore. Arrested on multiple felony counts, including robbery, possession of a controlled substance, use of a deadly weapon, and the commission of a felony. He'll be out in a week. (laughs) The way our courts work. I mean, this is Nebraska, but the way the courts work. Speaking of courts working, Chiefsaholic. The Chiefs fan? Yes. With the robberies? Yes. Trying to go to all the games, but then couldn't go to the Super Bowl, not this year, last year. Wanted to, like, petition to get out of jail early to go to the Super Bowl or something like that. While he was out, he was committing other robberies, apparently. Uh, This guy now has admitted to leading a double life as a prolific ski mask wearing bank robber who stole 100 grand. And also the Chiefs fan? Uh, Excuse me, didn't steal. Won a $100,000 Super Bowl bet while he was a fugitive. So this guy's placing bets while he's on the lamb, <laughs> and one actually hit. Probably bet on the Chiefs. He's a Chiefsaholic. That's probably going to have to go to lawyer fees. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the guy's real name is Xavier Babudar. He's 29. He pled guilty to charges of bank robbery, money laundering, and transporting stolen property across state lines. Admitted that he committed or tried to commit 11 robberies at banks and credit unions, two of them while he was on the run from the cops. Gets in your blood, man. Cam, I'm addicted to it. Ordered to pay at least $532,000 in restitution and forfeit property, including an autographed painting of Patrick Mahomes that the FBI recovered. What? <laughs> this guy's got... He's art. He's an art collector, too, also. He's got the uh, A-Rod Centaur picture yes. that he had. Remember that? Over his bed. U.S. Attorney Teresa Moore in a news release said, quote, his violent crime spree across the Midwest and beyond... Traumatized bank employees and victimized financial institutions in seven states. The defendant tried to conceal hundreds of thousands of dollars in stolen cash by using it to gamble online and at casinos, but the odds caught up with him. With today's conviction, he will be held accountable for the full scope of his criminal conduct, including his attempt to flee from justice. The first heist he admitted to was when he stole 70 grand from a great Western bank in Iowa. Back in March of 2022, handed the teller a note demanding money and indicating that he had a gun. About a month and a half later, in April of 2022, he stole $170,000 from the First National Bank of Omaha, Nebraska. So he's just popping all over the Midwest, handing him notes. and Police, by the way, did recover almost all of that. They, out of the $170,860 that he stole, they recovered $163,560 from that case. He was frugal. Then he went back to Iowa, Des Moines this time, the first com- first class community credit union on July 13th of 2022. We took a few months off there. Jumped over the counter, armed with a silver and black gun, demanded employees open the vault. He got $303,845 that Oof. day. And he's getting away with it. Pretty profitable, gotta admit. You know what I mean? Like, pretty, he's not only is he... Ha- but then he's getting prompt. in a, what, Gotta getaway admit, car? Play a lot of spooky spins with that kind of money. Max bet it. Took the money to Missouri, laundered it through area casinos, deposited it into his bank account. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> this is... Uh, November of 2022, Tennessee Credit Union in Nashville. Hopped the counter, pressed his gun against the teller's body, demanded to be taken to the vault. Employees complied with his demands. He told the employees if he was given a die pack, he would, quote, come back and put a bullet in your head. While fleeing, he left behind a hat that authorities recovered, found the DNA that matched from a glove that he left at an earlier robbery. 
A few days after the heights in Nashville, he bought 20 grand in chips from a local, a local casino with some of the cash. Well, you can't launder if you don't buy chips. Strip clubs. You got to go to the strip clubs. That's how they do it. Ozark, man. Ozark. Strip clubs. You got to go to the strip club. That's a cash in, cash out business, man. You got you to gotta go to them strip clubs. You can't be going to casinos. They're all on the up and up now, man. You got to go to the strip clubs. And you got to go to the real wonky ones out there at the end of a road. You know what I mean? You can't you go to anything the... from the show, Ozark. That's what you learned. Yada, yada, yada. You can read more about this guy, but yeah, he's going to jail for a long, long time. Chief's a holic. <laughs> I'm glad they recovered that Mahomes <laughs> autograph painting. Last but not least, bad news, happy music. I really can't do this video justice. You got to watch it. It's on TMZ. Naked lady brawls at Venice Beach. Duels with spiked clubs. Huh? Naked woman. Mini rampage in L.A. Earlier this week, attacking people at Venice Beach. So she randoms? You're there with your family. You're having a good time. She's butt-ass naked. She's got a bunch of tattoos on her back. And I'm talking... No underwear, no bra, no nothing. And then there's another woman who's got some kind of medieval club. It's not a cane. It's not an umbrella. It's some kind of, like, collectible like, medieval weapon. There's people videoing. <laughs> they're fun. And they're one guy, This one guy is, like, two <laughs> feet away from her. Then at one point, she throws the club at the woman, which gives the naked woman the club. And she starts going after everybody else. She's doing a funny walk. She's got the, the, the Department of Silly Walks. Oh, yeah. She's swinging the club. The uh, These two. Then the other woman goes and gets another club. I don't know what the hell's going on. Is this performance art? Is Are that they what this together? is? I have no idea. TMZ's got it. I don't know if there's a boyfriend involved. There's another bat or something. It's just, <laughs> Again, I cannot do the video justice. Go to TMZ.com. And the naked woman with the club? It was posted yesterday at 6 in the morning. So you can scroll back and find this bad boy. But grown-ass naked woman having a fight with another woman with medieval weapons on the beach in L.A. You ever seen a grown man naked? No, but I saw that naked lady. Hitting people with a club? Yes. Let's go. We are out of here. This is crazy. <laughs> you can even hear the medieval weapon hitting the ground there. Yeah. <laughs> we are out of here. This is crazy. What did Rick James say? Cocaine mm. is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I don't know if it's cocaine or what it is. I mean. Naked. Maybe it's just that California air. Something about California. Why would you throw it at her? You know she's going <laughs> to pick it up and use it against you, you big dummy. Rule number one in radio, you never let anybody have your microphone. You hold on to the microphone. Well, unless they it's were working rule number together. One. First class, first day, never give your microphone to someone it is your microphone as soon as it's out of your hand it is big trouble well i know but like they have maybe they were same thing applies with weapons you can't throw your gun fully loaded at somebody that you're fighting with they will pick it up and shoot you with it (laughs) big dummy yeah you watching the video what did i tell you spike club rock mornings monday to friday six to nine Visit rockmornings.com to get in touch with us. I got a message on Facebook from Bonnie wanting to know about tickets for the Copeland Park and Events Center shows. 
which are coming up in May and August. In May, we've got Seether Skillet, Fuel 10 Years, and Keith Wallen of Breaking Benjamin at Copeland Park and Event Center. And then in August, it's Bush, Jerry Cantrell, and Candlebox. She wanted to know if you could get the tickets at the logger office, which is on Caledonia Street, by the way, in La Crosse. And I said, yes, you yes. can. And then she asked about VIP, and I said... There are no VIPs, but if you're thinking stage front, those are sold out for both shows. Yes. Like, pit passes kind the of. The GA tickets are still available, but the pit passes are, are all gone. Oh, man. Let's see. I'm trying to get to everything here. Got a lot, of, a lot of stuff. Just got uh, a text from somebody. The artist Skinned, S-K-Y-N-D, does songs about serial killers and did one on Richard Ramirez. Oh, okay. You were telling me the story because I was unfamiliar about that and apparently a song about him as well. I've never even heard of this artist Skinned, S-K-Y-N-D. James from Altoona not feeling the whole work and responsibility thing for today. I understand that. Today is his Friday. I don't know, dude, if it's Friday for you, then you should be feeling it, right? It's a good day. It's better than a Monday. Wanted to hear some Deftones. We did that. Rich wanted to hear some Clutch. We'll try to get to that after 9 o'clock. Sounds good. His seven-mile-long honey-do list. Is that still a thing? Do, 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 do women still make lists for their husbands? I sometimes do. Like, here's what you need to do. Well, like things I'd I wouldn't be in a marriage like that. I couldn't need do it. to, but I'd like to have some progress on something like I got this or that. Or and you write a lit like that seems so a, sometimes I sometimes like, hey, don't forget when you, you're at Menards, I need this thing or whatever. Are you OK I, with your husband doing that to you? Like writing a list out of things you need to do. Like, does that does that road go back like in both directions? I'm only asking because it just seems foreign to me. I would, I, if my wife, if I came home, my wife wrote a list of things she wanted me to do. I'd be like, no, go F yourself. It's not, like I said, for me, it's more not a list of like, these are the things that like. And, and, and also I would like to say, I would expect her to say the same thing. If I were to do that to her, it uh feels controlling to me. Like that's something my parents would do. You know what I mean? Like my dad would write down all this crap that he wanted me to do. Which was all those chores I already did anyways. Well, you know And it was this, like, sort of, like, subtle way to, like, piss me off. Like, yeah, I know I got to mow the lawn and take the trash out. Go F yourself. Well, you know me. I am a doer, Oh, a right? lister. And you're a lister. Well, I know that. But I also am not afraid of hard work, right? So, like, I will do Outdoors. projects yeah. and, and all those kinds of things. Generally speaking, when I ask him something, it's something I can't do or don't feel comfortable taking on, right? So it's a bigger, like... I need help with this because it, we can't, I can't do this If alone. it's an ask thing where you're having a conversation like, hey, I think maybe this weekend I'd like to start working on the cabinets or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. Got that. But if I come home and there's like a written list, a honey-do list per se, on the fridge or the counter, like here's the things you need to do. No, bro, you know what? We're going in reverse. I'm going to make those situations worse than they were before. I'm not doing this. It's more lists. like light fixture we got a light fixture right now in the bathroom that needs to be replaced and it's like so like hey remember that's like in that realm of things I that feel need to weird get done. about that i just don't i don't know if i could cope with that not like do this today but like hey don't forget this is the something that 
We'll have to talk to Shaw about this tomorrow. But really, I would like that done. And I can't do that by myself, right? I can do a lot of things, but I'm not, I can't necessarily replace Honey, a light fixture. Would you do this for me? I don't, I just, the thought of the honey do list in both directions just seems antiquated and controlling. You know, like. Maybe, maybe he could take a picture of the seven mile long one so we understand what's on, what kind of stuff's on there. And if you're fine with that, if that's the yeah, status that's of your, your relationship. Right, like, hey, look, man, I've got too much going on and my wife needs to think for me, right? You do you. It's like that with my taxes, right? I just, I don't do taxes because I can't figure it out. I have no desire to, so I just give them to Jeff and Jeff does them. <laughs> You know what I mean? But it's not like, hey, Jeff, here's the list of things you got to do for me. Mm-hmm. I just bring it. Thanks, Jeff, and I pay him, and it's all good. Everything's good. Same with, like, insurance stuff, right? My wife knows, like, if anything insurance-wise comes, I'm I'm either, it's either not going to get done or she's going to have to do it because I don't, I can't, it's not a thing for me. But I'm not going to be like, hey, by the way, honey, write down on the, on the sheet insurance? of paper, do the insurance today or else. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, just me? Am I alone on that? Maybe. Thanks for all the correspondence. Good to hear from you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow.